The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Just leaving a quick disclaimer to say, all the stunts performed in this podcast are done by professionals. Please do not draw yourself at home. And I do not condone this level of irresponsible drinking. Let me just reiterate, they are repeated back with great, great regret. Not the fear, but regret. Um, But I hope you enjoy. I would just like to repeat one of the stories that Emer had said, but she was laughing so much um, you couldn't hear it over the podcast. So I'm just going to read it again. So this person texted in to tell me their stupid shit they've done drunk. I robbed the leftover newspapers from outside a shop at like 2 a.m. I went on a walk and left the day old papers outside my ex's house and countless people I didn't know very well. I sent them voice messages saying the mailman had visited them was mortified when I woke up. I also texted her to say if she got any replies and apparently everyone was very concerned with her mental health. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please drink responsibly. I was at the Taste of Dublin. Um, so random, something so stupid to be polluted at. But I was at the Taste of Dublin and um, like it finished just at like half 10 and like I didn't really have much else to be doing. I think I had work the next day. So I was like, okay, I'll get the bus home. And you know the way when you're on the bus with like your earphones and you're drunk, it's just like, what? imagine what other people are seeing from the other side. And you think you look so sober. Yeah. you're like, I have my earphones in, I'm on my own, but you're swaying, stinking no, of alcohol. No, like my hair was all over the place and I was sitting on the outside seat. I just remember so well because every time the bus kind of like, like swerved, I was like holding on to like the front seat. <laughs> So I'm sitting on the bus and my mom calls me and she's like, hey, we're getting a chipper for dinner. Um, uh, do you want any? And I'm like, yeah, would love some, would love some smoked hot or smoked haddock or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then <laughs> I don't know what, like I was like three bottles. I don't drink white wine anymore purely because it just makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. Not crazy like in a psycho, like, I want to fight, but it makes me just, like, weird. Like, do stupid things like this. So I, for some, I don't know why I did this, but I'm sitting on the bus, and then I decide to ring a random chipper in um, in Blackrock and order, like, a battered sausage, like, a smoked cod, like, four bags of chips, a can of... You have to do the impression of what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like... Can I get like buttered sausages and four bags of chips and Diet Coke and. and, and Were you on the bus? I would be pissing myself by her. On the bus, screaming into my earphones. And I'm like, and and buttered sausage. Like, buttered sausage. Like, like, no one in my family would ever get a buttered sausage. (laughs) So I get home and I walk into my sitting room and I'm like, my mom and my dad are sitting on the couch. I'm like, so I. I just ordered some chipper for you and uh, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. So the dinner's on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's on me. I was like, it's on me. And my mom's like, Emer, you fucking idiot. There's chipper in the, in the kitchen for you. And I was like, what? And I was like, 
well, I, I just ordered loads of chipper. And she's like, you fucking Egypt, bring the chipper now and tell them not to bring it. And I was like, okay. So then I'm just even more drunk when I get home and I'm trying to ring the chipper and I'm like, I am, I just ordered loads of chips and sausages and <laughs> so my dad was like, right, I'm just going to drive you down to the chipper because he doesn't understand what you're saying. Mm. So I went down to the chipper. My dad makes me get out of the car and go into the chipper. Like that's humiliating. No, they did, you go in. did it on purpose, obviously, <laughs> because they just thought it was so ridiculous. So, and then like, of course, like, I'm like, why do you guys hate me so much? And like, bear in mind, I'm like 20, 21. Like, I'm not. I thought you were going to say you were 16. Oh, no, no, no. Like, this is recent. And, and he makes me get out of the car and I go into the chipper. I'm like, swaying. I'm like, hi, uh, I'm just on the phone there to you guys. And um, I, uh, and then, oh my God, the guy behind the fucking thing, you know, like the chipper hats that they wear and his cap was down and he looked at me and he goes, oh, hey, Emer, was that you on the phone? And I was like, oh my God, it was a guy that I've tattooed like so many times. I've just never been so embarrassed. Like it was like my... <laughs> my rock bottom <laughs> and I ended up getting a bag of chips because I was too embarrassed to like cancel the full order yeah so like they already like had it made so I was like fuck it I'll just get a bag of chips so basically moral of the story I've never seen that guy again <laughs> I never I never tattooed him again um do I still go to the chipper I know I don't go to that chipper anymore <laughs> I mean yeah sometimes depends I'm not really like I'd only get a chipper in here with you. Oh, do you know what I mean? I, 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 I'm a big chipper merchant. I, I love a chipper. Get a chipper at load, home. load of salt and vinegar. Load of salt and vinegar. Uh, will we pour a glass of wine now? Oh my god, stunning! Oh my god, that's stunning! <laughs> Shout out to the girl in Centre who sold uh, Emer this bottle of wine, and she says she listens to the podcast. Yeah, love. Okay, I need to have a sip. I want you. To... Oh, isn't that? It's stunning. Oh, lovely and fruity. I love it. No, I love this wine. I could drink a whole bottle of it. It's so sweet. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. No, I do love a rant. Like, <coughs> I, I have, like, my mother's taste in wine. But this is where, like, do you g- think girls night out. This, this is a bit This is a bit girly, It's though. a bit girly, girly, fruity drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting our hairs on later. So uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so this, I don't have any really stories about me. And if I do, they're all a bit, like, dark. If you, Like, too dark. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should tell the one about the apartment that time we went to the dinner party oh yeah oh <laughs> my god feeling it wrecking the place per usual no we went to this dinner party seemingly very innocent and then all of a sudden it just you know took a turn for the worst and we all got way too fucked up yeah. and then i took myself to, to bed and it was like now thinking back on it you know when you're like you're so um going with the flow you just like don't think about things that was like a millionaire's apartment oh, like yeah. how expensive it was like in canary wharf like we're three like bed on the table yeah <laughs> like anyway so i took myself to bed and i can still hear the party sort of going on in the main room like it was the uk top 40 sort of like now this is what you call music and uh so i'm like half asleep in bed and it was a, a lesbian couple sort of on and off they said they were just like not monogamous but they were together Anyway, so I took myself to bed and one of the girls came in and was like all of a sudden straddling me and like we were making out. And then <laughs> the girl she was with comes in and like starts giving out to her, but she's like non-responsive because I think she can't hear her, but I can. And I'm like getting really paranoid. I'm like, can you not hear her giving out to you right now? 
And I, I was so, oh my God, I was so embarrassed. And then we, I was like, Emer, we need to get a taxi home. And I couldn't explain to you why we need to, I was like, we need to leave right now. And you're like, why do we need to go? And I was like, we need to go right now. No. But then the girl like followed us down, was still trying to kiss me like before we got into the taxi. Oh, lover. Like, yeah. Legend. I know. Like, very chaotic. Oh no, so chaotic. No, very obsessed chaotic. with the two of them. Anyway, Love found them. out that it was actually fine in the end. She texted me. She was like, no, it's actually grand. Yeah. Um, she was like, no, she wasn't giving out. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she was, but you were just too fucked just to realize. Now, you know. <laughs> you're lying in bed and you're like either pretending to be asleep Mm. we've spoken about this before pretending to be asleep or um just like well like I guess maybe just too drunk to even reply so I'd say like she was locked like so were you though we were all hammered like Mm. we went for a dinner party it was so much fun like I had a ball but um yeah the fear was real the next day I don't know why you would have the fear (laughs) You were just talking gibberish in the, ki- in the kitchen with your mom. I know, yeah, but I still... Like, I feel like uh, I've had a lot of chaotic, stupid things, drunk nights out. But, like, when I... So, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was because this day last week, I've ruined my life, remember? Right, <laughs> After the podcast. <laughs> so, remember I went out for pizza? No. Remember I went out for pizza um, to the pizza place on Georgia Street? Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went out to... So, like, I'm not even going to tell that story because I actually am not over it yet. So I maybe next week I'll tell that story. But, like, so I just, like, went out for dinner and I ended up, like, staying back in this, like, pizza restaurant with, the like, owners. all the owners and, like, the staff, like, doing limoncello shots and, like... Oh God! And I ended up getting into like a conversation. I was so locked that like I ended up planning my birthday there with the owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I thought you were gonna. Say, you're planning your wedding there at the pizza shop. <laughs> you're like, this is actually stunning for a wedding. Oh, little small, like quiet get together. No, 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 and like. I just have like flashbacks of like him showing me his decks, and like this guy is like. I'd say like 40 Italian man loves his pizza makes good pizza obsessed but like pizza. I loves pizza obsessed with pizza but like honestly I was like oh this place is I didn't tell you the worst part <laughs> you're gonna die you're actually gonna die she went texted me and was like do you remember when so basically he was like oh yeah like get all your friends in here and I was like oh like I'll get all my friends in here. Oh, no. No, you didn't. You didn't say... No, I didn't. You didn't say I'd make them a reel or something, did you? <laughs> right. And you were like, you know, she'll uh, make you a reel. No. Instagram reel. I what like, I eat in a day. What I eat in a day. I was like, oh, I'll put it on my story. No. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like... And- Emer, Emer O'Reilly. I was going to say Emer Marr. Emer O'Reilly, <laughs> influencer and tattoo artist. <laughs> influencer and tattoo artist. Um... And I was like, um, he said, what did he say? He got, then he goes, will you be my social media manager? And I was like, <laughs> so I'm in, so this is on a Wednesday, by the way, a wicked Wednesday. So I'm in this pizza place on Georgia Street and I'm just downstairs doing shots, like literally locked. Like I hadn't been, I haven't been drinking that much at all. I said that with a glass of wine in my hand, but I actually haven't. And I was just hammered. And then it just like, he was showing me his, um, his decks and he was like, oh yeah, like you can have your birthday here and stuff like that. And like, I just like had such bad fear. Cause like all I did was go for dinner 
And then that happened. So like I texted Keelan the next day and I was like, I always text people either wanting to know bad things that they've done when they're drunk oh, yeah. to feel better mm. or to... Um, What's the thing I said to you? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think I said, um, I, I actually can't even remember. You said something, but it like made me feel so much better. But like, you know, when people just tell you their stories of things. So like this podcast can be so used if you're hungover. Mm. So anytime anyone's hungover, put this on. Mm, so yeah. will I read, will I read more out? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I'll read the next one. Yeah, read the big long one. I'd love to. Oh yeah, this is good. He says, hi girls, love the pod. This story is set in Brussels and was the first night of four weeks of solo interrailing. Love! Independent queen! You just stole the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I, was, I just moused like in my head, independent queen. <laughs> I was staying in a hostel near the city centre and had made friends with two American girls who were hitting the town that night. They asked me to come with, so off we went. I love the, like, the storytelling of this. Buzzing our tits off for our first night in Brussels. We ended up in a bar called Delirium where those bastards sold 10% beers. Next thing I know, I wake up naked, naked, naked. I wake up naked with none of my clothes or possessions anywhere to be seen. Feeling violently, I actually can feel this hangover. Oh yeah, you can smell it. Yeah, you can, oh my God, you can smell it. Why do all like hungover people smell like cider as well? Like they literally smell like a can of Bulmers. Yeah, or do you ever find those people who like smoke Rollies? Oh, I smoke Rollies, but you can smell, it's like that, like, oh, do you you ever get, ashtray, wet ashtray, wet ashtray, Wet wet tree. And this episode of botched. Anyway. Uh, next oh next God. thing I know, I wake up naked with none of my clothes or possessions anywhere to be seen, feeling violently ill and still quite drunk. I was in a bed in my hostel, but the problem was it was not my bed and it was not my room. <laughs> I hadn't time to think as I could feel the ten percent beers rising from my stomach. <laughs> About to project onto the poor strangers in that room. Oh my God, there was people in the room. Oh my God. Okay, I quickly tied the duvet around my waist. Okay, he really was naked. And I ran out the door towards the bathroom. I ended up on the top floor of a three-floor building with the only bathrooms on the ground floor. What a shitty little hostel. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I sped down the stairs, stomping on every step. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Did they say boom? No, no. This is me practicing for when I have to read story time books oh, to the baby. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay, one hand holding the duvet and one hand covering my mouth. Before I made it to the ground floor, I lost balance and tumbled down some stairs. Wait, stop. Wait. St- yeah. Stumbled, <laughs> tumbled down some of the stairs, falling loose from the duvet and spewing up all over the landing. Oh my God. <laughs> After cleaning up my mess and huddling into the bathroom under my duvet, I thought, what the actual fuck is my next move here? No clothes, no possessions, no fucking will to live at this point, girls. I went back to the room I was booked into and got a key for my locker I had kept under my pillow and threw on some clothes. The looks I was getting from the other people in my room. Allergic. I scoured the building for my possessions and finally found my full outfit from the night before, my wallet and my phone lying, sopping wet in a neat little pile on the shower room floor. Oh. To this day, I have no idea how I ended up in that bit random room with strangers. Why did they let me in if I was completely naked? Oh my God. The money I would pay to see the CCTV footage of that night. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever had a night where like I don't like... I, I was just about to say, I never had a night that I don't remember. Like, I've plenty of nights. But I never had a night where I've ended up, like, somewhere without, like, 
say for example when I was doing shots with the like owner of a pizza place on Georgia Street like I I remember it and I knew how I got there yeah yeah like I've never woken up somewhere no that's really no actually no this ha- has happened to me before where you've woken up somewhere you I, I woke up in Chapel Lizard what's Chapel exactly <laughs> what's Chapel Lizard what is Chapel Lizard do you not like the wine no I do I'm okay, drinking it um, that's like my mum you know if you go over for her for dinner right you eat the whole dinner and there's like a crumb left on the plate she's like you didn't like it I'm sculling it you didn't I'm like it sculling oh, it um, so yeah basically me and the, me and Josh St. Ledger were like soul sisters when it came to our early 20s and partying like mm. we would go into, like it would be a random night at 9pm and we'd be like will we go out tonight and we're not even with each other do you know mm. one of those friends mm. and we'd like meet each other in town and be like right let's go and find some actors yeah. one of those people and like oh that gives me the willies as well I have the, I still have the fear for me in my early 20s being like any afters no, just going up to, like going up to random people in smoking area and be like any afters uh, do you want to invite me oh, so I know I'm gonna no I actually won't be able to sleep tonight if I think about it too much but um we ended up okay so what happened was it was actually Ashling Williams birthday we went to the button factory to see what's his, what's his name Ross from friends and what yeah Ross from friends was in the button factory <laughs> no the DJ <laughs> Ross and Friends. No, I don't know any DJs. Have I gone red? <laughs> yeah, you're red as meters. Um, anyway, so Ross and Friends was playing. There was like a live sax on the fucking stage. It was so good. And someone next to me, this is like, this is where it took a turn for the worst. Someone next to me spilt their whole bottle of poppers on the ground. So the fumes were just like rising up all over us. Oh like it was literally God. right, the person was right next to me. And like, Poppers give me such a bad migraine Same. and I literally go blind Same. if I sniff them. Your bum was very relaxed, I'm sure. <laughs> oh my, I'm surprised I didn't shit myself. <laughs> okay, so we were there and at the time, Ashley Williams had like a student staying in her house. Okay, yeah, yeah. And this is when she was living in her mom's and I'd, I think I'd made out with him before on a night out. It was just, you know, one of those where you're just like, fuck it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he was there with us and he was kind of like up behind me and then all of a sudden we were like making out in the queue. This is where it cut to. Like I remember someone spilling their bottle of poppers and then I black out and I wake up in the queue for the George and getting refused and making out with this guy in front of the George being with Josh St. Ledger. Oh my God. And what? we didn't get in because we were like so fucked up. Then we went to um, Izakaya Basement I remember this oh, and I remember I remember going up to a bouncer and offering him poppers. I don't oh, know where no. I got the bottle. I don't know if I had a bottle of poppers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I actually had a bottle or if I was just saying it to be funny. Yeah. And then he was like, you need to leave. So then we met up with Josh St. Ledger's work friends and they're oh. all like in their 30s. Yeah. We end up at this, af- we get a taxi somewhere and this is where, you know, Things. Chapel is it. Yeah. What is a Chapel is it? That's what it's called, the place. It's an area. Oh, it's an in, area. Yeah, in oh, Dublin. Right. So we get a taxi to somewhere and I have no idea where it is. Oh, I'm just like, oh God, we're going to an afters. Oh, so anyway, we show up to the afters and it's all these little pockets of people in different bedrooms that all obviously know each other very well. So I'm like, I'm, I'm so awkward here. Like, I don't know what to do. So I'm sitting on the couch then and your man is like still trying to get stuck into me. He's next to me on the couch. And then cut to and I wake up in the morning bright out with your man Ashling's student spooning me on the couch no Josh nowhere to be seen no you didn't know Emer 
nothing this worse. is the sca- like this is actually the scariest i woke up and i was like oh my fucking god where Did am i on? i had clothes on thank oh, god. god yeah but no blankie or anything oh and then i and i woke up to some randomer but it could have been the person who lived there in the kitchen like making themselves a cup of tea oh my god no. and i woke up and i was like i am so sorry i don't even know who owned the house i don't know like we only only there by association with josh so then i was like fuck i have to leave and I don't think I had any money for a taxi home even. Or maybe this was even before the, the time of free now. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't even know if those apps existed back then. Mm. You know, I'm acting like it was the Stone Age. Yeah, was it was probably like three like, years ago. Three years ago when I bought... <laughs> so while you were doing that, I was ordering a whole load of fish and chips. <laughs> Very chaotic days. <laughs> no, but I think I was... I actually might have been 19 or 20 because I was still living with my dad at the time. Yeah. Um, because I lived in Galway for my, you know, for my early 20s. Anyway, and I know, yeah. So basically what happened was we go out into the road and we're like, we need to try to find a bus stop. I don't think there was any battery on my phone, oh like my no 3G God. or anything. And I'm just with this fucking mouth breather, Ashley oh Williams. Who? No. And then I texted, uh, by the time, anyway, we ended up going home. I asked the bus driver, the, a bus driver showed up to one of the stops and I was like, where, first of all, where are we? And how do I get back into town? And he was like, you're in Chapel Lizard. This, this bus goes to Kildare. And I was like, what? Oh, so then we had to cross the road. God. And I, and yeah, so we ended up back in town and I texted Josh when I got home and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, why did you leave me in Chapel Lizard? And what happened was I fell asleep on the couch and your man, Ashling's housemate was like, she told me she wants to stay here. Ew. Yeah. Weirdo. I know, creepy little weirdo. Ew. Yeah. No, well, yeah. No, he did not even get away with it. Like. Yeah, no, no, he was good looking, <laughs> but he was just, you know, it just, I definitely didn't want to stay there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I should have been brought home. But anyway, um, so that's one of my bad stories. I, but it is so kind of so funny. I don't know. I am trying to think now. Um, there is like, did I ever tell you about the story where... <laughs> So as I saw Pig, I feel like Pig just like, oh my God, that's where I went after I did shots with the owner. Had a ball. I had a ball Sorry, in Pig. I've been hearing that some, I think it's actually a bit underrated at the moment. What, Pig? Pig. Surprisingly, it, everyone's having a fucking ball. I actually had a ball in Pig, like not gonna lie, like so much fun. But I just, the whole like situation, I'm, I know I'm going back to talking about this pizza thing again, but I'm not over it yet. Like I literally am. And I like, I, I don't know. I actually kind of want to have my birthday there, to be honest, <laughs> for the crack like. But um, I was in Pig and uh, I was with uh, Flemo and we were sitting um, and this guy like came over to us. And like, obviously, you know, when like a drunk guy comes over to you, you're just like, in, especially if you're sober, you're like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy like came over to us and he was like, can I like sit in your bench with you guys? And I was like, no. I was like, fuck off. And uh, Anna Fleming was like, um, no. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, I was like, okay, like, can you like fuck off? And he was like, oh, like, can I not just sit in there for a sec? The bouncer's trying to kick me out. And I was like, no. I hate when people try to get you, like when they're trying to get kicked out. It's like, I obviously don't want to hang yeah. out with you then. Fuck he off. Trying to, he's trying to hide from the bouncer or something. Mm. And then um, the bouncer like could see. Oh my god, this is like ridiculous. Like I actually don't. I do, what's the word? I don't stand by violence. Condoned. Condone. I don't condone by violence. But like, so like the bouncer comes over to us and obviously saw us like get annoyed at your man, and we were like, here, um, can you fuck off? The bouncer just like fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> punches him in the face, and your man's teeth fly out, and we're me and like Anna just look at each other, and we're like, "Sorry, you were with Anna that night." Yeah. Oh, this is probably before. This is before I met Flemo for the first time. Yeah. My life has changed since. You, oh, like for the better. For the better. <laughs> 
Um, every time I'm hungover, I have to ask her about things and she's like, oh girl, wait until I tell you. So, um, so we were like, oh shit. Um, and then like the table that we were at, like there was a few, there was a few bogeys sitting at the table. So they like dispersed because the guards were just at, like literally just outside pig. Like there's no way that like the bouncer or the guy, like the guy was quite young as well. Mm. And anyway, so um, we're standing with the ba- we're standing with the Garda, and the Garda's like, "So, girls, what happened?" Mm. And I'm freaking out because, like, I don't want anything to do with the guards. I don't want to be involved in this at all. But Flemo decides to chat away to the Garda, being like, he was like, um, "Oh, like, what do you guys do or whatever?" And she's like, "Well, she's a tattoo artist. If you didn't know, this is where she lives." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, please no!" So she gives. So Anna gives her. She lives in a house with like loads of girls, but she gave her mom's address because mm. I gave my mom's address as well because like, I don't know, I feel like everyone just like chooses to give their mom or their dad's address because mm. it just feels like safer. Yeah. So she gave her a mom and dad's address and then um, they kept ringing us for a statement mm. and I just didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm too busy at the moment. I actually didn't see what the like altercation was between this bouncer and this guy. Like all mm. I saw was like him, like hit him. So I don't know what happened. I don't want to be involved. Mm. So obviously me with my crippling anxiety, I'm sitting at home getting calls from the guard station being like, will you come down? And I was like, look, I was actually like drunk I was like I was intoxicated I don't remember anything and he was like oh right that's what Anna said too and I was like oh yeah like we actually don't remember anything and uh, he's like okay well um are you guys around at this time he was actually really nice but for some reason I got it into my head that they were gonna like arrest me for something (laughs) so I'm in my apartment my old apartment this is no word of a lie Keelan this is I'm in my old apartment and like do you know the way there was a buzzer at the end of the door so um no one ever rang that buzzer unless it was like a friend or I told them to ring the buzzer that gave me such a fright (laughs) this is Jason coming in the door now but so like no one told me to um ring that no one would ring that buzzer unless I tell them to yeah I'm lying awake at night and oh my god well it wasn't like at night time it was like nine and it was like and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, sorry, oh my god. Help. Oh, you're all the help. It's like, the buzzer. And like, I'm completely shaking. Do you know what the feeling is? Is you know when you're, um, I st- it still happens to me. I'm not even going to say younger because it still happens okay. to me. Do you know when you're like lying awake and you think someone's broken into the house at night? Yeah, oh yeah. And you know that feeling where you're like, like your whole body goes like, still mm. and your pulse is like going crazy and you're like sweating and stuff mm. so that happened to me and I was like oh I don't know so I, I took my phone and I rang my ex and I was like <laughs> there's someone at the door and he was like what what, what do you mean and I was like ah, do you not hear that and it was like the buzzer someone like had their finger on the buzzer so I was convinced it was the guard trying to come arrest me so I was like oh my god because like I didn't want to do a statement yeah and then turns out there's a brothel upstairs oh yeah there's a brothel there's a brothel upstairs so people were coming in and out all the time but it was happening for the whole week of the week that the guards were ringing me oh, okay. so i was like oh my god they're gonna come and like they're gonna give out to me because i didn't want it was to a horny week for the lads oh, that week horny <laughs> week for the lads but of course there was my apartment that was getting like triggered yeah, like yeah. i was getting like attacked but um 
they rang, they rang, I think, once again. And she was like, sorry, I'm in Finland. Like, she, I'm pretty sure she told. I'm pretty sure she told them she was in a different country, like, every time they rang. Um, also, just on that Anna, this girl is amazing. But on that Anna thing, so will I say the story about her and her uncle? This is the first time, the first time I met her. You, when she tell, was like, you tell the story. So Emer is going to a, a day party and we're, I'm like heavily pregnant. So we're sitting in Stephen's Green. I'm eating watermelon. She's like, my friend Anna's going to come. And I've never met her before. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Need more friends. So she sits down, like a stunning girl comes down and sits down. She goes, oh my God, guys. Oh, you'll never guess what I did last night. I've drunk called my uncle. I booty called my uncle. And I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, I was so drunk at 3 a.m. I called him. I was like, where are you? And he was like, hello, Anna, is everything okay? What's going on? Like, and then she's like, and, and then obviously because he was worried, told her parents. And they're like, Anna, why are, you, why are you calling Brendan in the middle of the night? She's like, oh. And she was like, I, text, I checked my text and I texted him going, where are you, kiss, in the middle of the night? She said it was like her pioneer uncle. He was like in her 60s. And I was like, are you close? He just goes, oh no. We're not close. <laughs> oh no, girl. Oh no. <laughs> Have to get her on the podcast. She put a bit of, be a bit, oh, of, bit of crack. Need. Need. And then and when what? I tell you one, the one about Zirta. Oh yeah, I don't know the story now, guys. Now, we went through a, a, through a phase when we lived in Hoth. My parents had just split up and my mom got, had a boyfriend. So she was always going uh, going down the country. She goes, I know, I know, I know your shock dies. Yeah. For how long? She moved on first, you know. For how long? I know. Yeah, uh, they, were always happens, they were together for a few months and he was a babe. Was he? Oh my God, he was so oh hot. Oh my God, Did he have hair? Yes, he had hair. Oh my God, love. I know. And anyway, so she was always going down the country and obviously as a teenager and your mom being out of the house, like you're obviously going to have parties all the time. Obviously. So I was having, we were getting in trouble for having loads of parties because the neighbours were complaining and obviously my mom would come home and like the house would be trash or whatever. Um, so then she started getting Violet to stay over whenever she <laughs> went. But like, Violet never had the hearing aids on. She never had the hearing aids on. So we would just wait till she went to sleep and then have friends over and drink downstairs. Obviously. <laughs> so one of these nights, um or when when was this? Sarah would have been so young, I feel like. No, I think we all started drinking when we were like fourteen. I started drinking when I was like ten or like twelve. I had my first drink when I was twelve as yeah, well. But I, I started getting drunk when I, I think when I was fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, okay, ten's a bit of, yeah, I was I well I got my stomach pumped when I was fifteen, so that's that that'll tell you. Um I yeah, so I started drinking when I was like fourteen, maybe. Mm. Very bad, very bad. But I like know, I don't awful. no one give out to us because it's so normal. Just mm. before, just in case you have to do another disclaimer, like yeah, I know, load I know. of bollocks. I know, yeah, but um, but yeah, so we were all drinking downstairs, and uh, then we woke up in the morning, and Sirsha was coming out of my mom's room, which is where Violet was sleeping. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What?" She goes, "She goes." I woke up next to Violet. You know the way we don't call her Granny. She's like, "Hear her say she's like, that." I woke up next to Gran to Violet. I don't know how. 
was Violet awake in any way? Like... See, they see that's something Violet would like because she's like, oh, one of the grandkids sleeping next to me. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? She yeah, wouldn't yeah. think that was weird. Yeah, I don't yeah, think because as well, she had ten kids, so I'd say yeah. shit like this was always going on. Yeah, of course. Like, of course, course. All her kids were mad as well. Ten kids. Yeah, ten kids, and they were cra- they were crazy. So like, they were doing worse shit than us. Like we yeah. were just us drinking downstairs was innocent to her. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. Um, so then, seriously, like, I woke up. Violet probably thought she had a nightmare and went into the bedroom. But Saoirse was going through a phase at the time, I think, of sleeping with my mom a lot. Like, yeah. if, she, if she felt scared or, like, lonely, she'd go in with my, yeah. to my mom, sleep with her. So she woke up then and it was next to Violet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, Snuggling in. I used to lie and tell my sister that I pissed the bed just so I couldn't sleep next to her. Because I was, like, always, like, terrified that people were um, going to break into the gaff. And now I sleep downstairs and it's even fucking worse. Mm. Like, I'm constantly like, oh, my God, someone's going to break into the gaff. But I have no one's bed to crawl into. That Amy. is hazardous. Hazardous. No. I know, but I have a boyfriend, so it's fine. <laughs> so I'm not like on my own. I have a big strong man. Yeah, I have a big strong man, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something there and I completely forgot. Um, oh, yeah, just on the lines of the um, disclaimer. Remember you did on the other video? Do you think yeah. you're going to have to do one on this one? Probably, yeah. Right. Well, I just don't want to. Well, in, fa- it's, in fairness as well, I don't want it to come across that we're like. Promoting oh, drink. drink when yeah. you're 14. No, we're just stupid and depressed. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like, it was just negligent parenting. Yeah, like, you know, I just was like a bit of a loose cannon. Like, when I got my stomach pumped, I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it I. It gave you a shock. Yeah, but it gave me a. Mm, no, really. I drank the next day. Are you oh. joking? <laughs> uh, very bad, very bad. But I think that for my parents, because then like my parents started to treat me more like an adult because they started to like supply alcohol for me. Like when I mean supply, it was like a can or two, like a can or two so that I wouldn't drink everything that I picked up. And like when my friends were turning 18 and like when everyone was going crazy, I had already done it. Mm. So like I was just like the I was like the like what's a responsible one as you would say mm. at the time because I I had or I'd went through my crazy phase yeah yeah of getting my stomach pumped and vomiting like all the time and crying and yeah. doing all the crazy stuff mm. so then once my parents started giving me my drink well like and I say that like I wasn't like fucking 10 when they gave me my drink I was like 16 yeah I think it was my junior cert results and like obviously no parents want to like tell anyone else they're like don't fucking tell anyone I gave you this but I think that helped me so much because I um probably would have been a way more of a loose cannon because like I was just drinking whatever I could Mm. I used to go into my mom's cupboard and pick up every single type of like liquor and fill up a bottle to like to half a like like not even full bottle like Mm. half and drink it. Yeah. Like, Jesus we were, Christ. I, I desperate. I used to... Fucking so desperate. Me and, my friend, me and my best friend from fucking uh, secondary school, we used to uh, split, like, shoulders of vodka. And we'd be like, if we down this now and spin in circles, we'll get drunker faster. Like, thinking of that now, I'm like, that is so fucked up. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. I used to drink on, like, they'd, so if you drank a nagging, if you... Okay, so there was a myth that if you mixed your nagging with a mixer... Yeah. You wouldn't get as drunk. Yeah. So I used to drink like straight. a straight nagging and with a chaser. Oh. Um, there was also a thing going around when I was a teenager being like, if you mixed your alcohol with a diet fizzy drink, like Diet Coke, you'd get more drunk. It's so fucked it's up. It's so fucked Remember up. Remember Druids? 
Oh, ho. Oh, ho. Like, ew. No. I used to tell my mom I was doing mudslides. Mudslides in Cavendish Park. What? <laughs> when you used to go out for sessions there's, in the park. There's a picture. I have a picture of me. And it's so bad. It's from literally when I Will was you hold in this she's... Oh, yeah. Hey, Debbie. She's getting distracted. She does this every time. Hi, Bobby. I try to feed her. Hey, baby. Um. <laughs> hey. Looking at your big crazy auntie. But I do think it's going to help me with my parenting, though, because I know all the tricks. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because my parents were quite old when they had me. Like, what age are your parents? Well, my mom's in her, my parents are in their 60s. Are they? Yeah, they're in their 60s. So they were, I mean, they were old, old. <laughs> I love it. We're like old. Oh, they were fucking, fucking old. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Old enough to the point where, and my mom was so innocent when she was younger. Like, she climbed Crowpatrick barefoot, like to find God. Like she was what? real. Oh yeah, religious. And she used to walk to the church and back every day. No wonder Violet's so religious. Like, right. well, that makes no, no sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> she was quite innocent. Like she wouldn't know. You know what I mean? You know. So she doesn't know a lot of yeah, stuff of that goes on. Yeah, yeah, Whereas of like now with her, like I'll probably like which is probably bad for her, I'll probably be more strict yeah you know, because like I, I'd be scared of her going through the same things that I went through yeah and it was it's so terrifying and it's kind of like in a way where we um have survivor bias because we went through all of that nothing terribly bad happened to mm. us but like it's so easy for us to you know for that to happen and for something to go absolutely terribly horribly wrong yeah no of course I think especially um nowadays like I think we are all like I think this day and age, this what is it called? This um fuck, what are we called? Gen Z. Or yeah, is, is that what we call? We're, like, we're on the on the cusp of millennial and Gen Z, I think. So what would I say? This generation is yeah. what I meant. <clears throat> we're more um I think we we're, we're all more we have more knowledge about um just like say mental health and about like drinking and everything because mm. um I guess through Instagram and everything, people are so much more vocal about experiences that have happened to them yeah. under the influence of drink. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, and things are so much, so much talked about so much more. Like back then, like we didn't have that. We didn't yeah. ha- like, I mean, you'd put up a Facebook status or something being mm. like, today was good, Zed face. But like, if you got like, say for example, me, you got my stomach pumped. Um, and I was in Spain at the time on a mm. family holiday, very bad. But, um, Luckily, nothing bad happened to me. Yeah. God forbid. But um, nowadays, you just see so much more. If that's it, like so many people wouldn't even have known that I got my son. Yeah. I wouldn't have told people. But nowadays, people are so much more inclined to talk about their experiences of like mm. what happened to me when I was drunk, or if I got spiked, or if this, that, and the other. So I think maybe like by the time she is at that age, like it'll be it will will have progressed even more Mm. because i feel like as well like even to do with like um oh my god i i'm really not i don't have the vocabulary today Mm. um and i don't want to say things because like it still sounds (laughs) like i'm being like i don't care but i just don't have the vocabulary yeah we're so much more um oh keelan (laughs) oh we're uh, do you know what i'm just gonna leave this one out okay but uh i want yeah and also i think it's a huge thing for women that you know that you can't rely on anyone to keep you safe Mm. especially when we're so inclined to victim blame because there's no ideal victim you know like if something happened to a woman where it's first to jump to what were they wearing 
how much do they drink? Yeah. You know, wh- why were they, they put, drunk? Yeah. Why do they put themselves in that dangerous situation? It's always our fault. It's like they should know better. Yeah. Rather than blaming the actual fucking perpetrator of the crime. Yeah. Which is usually a man. Yeah. Um, so it's always like until like uh, a society we live in a society as soon as people start flipping the narrative and starting to blame more on the actual fucking um criminal we're never going to feel safe and there's no one ever going to be there to look after us especially like bouncers for example Mm. throwing out drunk girls even if they're spiked Remember me? Fuck, you're too drunk. Fuck off and go somewhere else. Do you remember me? Yeah. Remember I was sending you voice notes, bawling, yeah. crying, and it wasn't even just like I genuinely wasn't too drunk. Mm. I know I wasn't too drunk. This bouncer took a disliking to me because they had my boyfriend was my ex boyfriend was barred from the place. Yeah. So the bouncer uh, like knew I was the girlfriend of the guy that was barred. Mm. So automatically took a fucking disliking to me. So then they finally let me in and they go. Uh, uh, now they're using the excuse that I'm too drunk. Now I was a little bit locked, but like I've been way more locked in that place, and I've been so much more locked. Like I was absolutely able to use my phone, go on my phone, text people, ring people. Mm. I was not in incompetent. Yeah, is that the word? I wasn't incompetent. Like I could do everything. In- incoherent. You weren't in- incoherent. What does incompetent mean? Incompetent means like I can't hear all, anything. No, incompetent <laughs> means like you know you're bad at your job, sort of. Oh, you're bad at doing things. Well, I wasn't bad at partying. Like yeah. I was, I was. <laughs> brilliant Alice so I um the bouncer actually said to me she was like if you have one more drink I'm kicking you out and I was a bit like okay about two hours went by didn't have a drink someone bought me a drink and they were like ah fuck it like it's been ages now you're fucking Mm. grand you would be sober at that stage I was completely fine like I was completely fine so I was dancing downstairs in this club and the bouncer who was a female came and genuinely ripped me off the dance floor like literally like might as well have pushed me and kicked me on the floor like Mm -hmm. she literally like pulled my arm swung me around and was like pushing me in front being like get out get out I told you I told you and I was like what the fuck and then the girl that I was with Mm. was like hang on what's going on what's going on and she was like she's fine and then they were like do you want to be kicked out as well Mm. shut your mouth and she was like okay so thankfully the girl that I was with like absolute angel she um rang Izakaya no not Izakaya Tengu Tengu for me and like such like do you know what I mean if to be honest if you're with anyone no one would do this like Mm. she's such a good friend in that sense like she rang the um owner of Tengu and was like hey my friend's really drunk and has just been kicked out but like she's not that drunk but she's drunk yeah and she seems like like they think that she's much more drunk whatever the difference in bouncers Mm. so I so then she rang another friend yeah got someone else to walk with me yeah and I ended up going to Tengu or whatever I can't even remember where it was and the bouncer actually like came and was like are you the girl that got kicked out of this place and I was like yeah escorted me in and we're like are you okay Mm. did like did anything happen to you like are you okay and I was crying obviously because I was drunk and I was like fuck's sake Mm. but like the difference is like that was a female bouncer that kicked me out Mm. that like literally she probably has grandchildren of her she probably has children of her own yeah pulled me out and kicked me out and then the male bouncer was like are you okay mm. like is everything and it wasn't in a creepy way it wasn't like that at all mm. but i just don't understand how people like that are able to work in establishments like that mm. that are around drunk young girls yeah because, and putting like leaving them in, in vulnerable situations yeah it's like what happens like and thankfully i lived in town at the time 
So, like, if I really, really wanted to go home, I could have just gone home mm. and gotten a taxi. But you lived in a dangerous area. I like, did, if you yeah. you walked home, like, you, that, that And would I would have walked home. Yeah. You know me, I would have walked home. Yeah. But it's just the fact that, like, even, like, this day and age, like, the fact that there's female bouncers, after all of this, that's, mm. the, after everything that happens, yeah. they're still working in these places mm. and they're still treating. It's, I don't know, there's something kind of creepy to me it's about cynical it's yeah it's, it's sadis- creepy it's sadistic that yeah they're in this like in these positions of power yeah and know? they and they want to they want to put a young girl who was clearly maybe had one too many but mm. like not in a state i wasn't fucking vomiting mm. i was literally made like but if you were they would have left you there and, and not helped you at exactly, all they would like, have left you out the front and not let you get you exactly, get any of your friends yeah. if you left your coat in your bag in there they wouldn't let you go back in to get it exactly like it like the fact and also as well thankfully that i was with someone who was a caring person but like i could have been with a random person who doesn't give a shit about me mm. and they could have just left me outside and then what what could have happened mm. like what could have happened yeah do you know what i mean you just don't know but i feel like hopefully i was even thinking um teachers this have changed i've tattooed so many teachers mm. and they're changing yeah they're changing and they're way more like for progressive and accepting yeah exactly and for like um equality <laughs> yeah but like i can't i don't have any words Aww. today keelan my vocabulary is shocking at the moment um i they're way more like accepting but helpful and also aware yeah of situations yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm hoping that by the time this little nubbers is oh my god she's so kitty she's looking at the wine glass what's that <laughs> You're not going to have that. No, none of that for you. Even though I have a picture of me when I was like one holding a wine glass, (laughs) knocking back during. Here, do you want to read this one? Oh, yeah. Five, four, seven, four. Look at her with the phone. It's crazy how like. I know. Yeah, it's so occupied. Yeah, it is a bit scary. Um, Okay. OMFG, IDK of this is a stupid thing, but I got so fucking drunk about a month or four into dating a man. I had never really drank that much or anything. But so like I was on my period and I vaguely remember pulling my tampon out very quickly before he went to bed and throwing it in my trash can. So whatever, I literally am so drunk in bed with him and get fully blackout. I throw up all over him and my period blood is going everywhere and he is being so nice about it the next day, like asking if I'm okay and everything. But okay, sorry, long story short, when I went to shower with him, my tampon was stuck to his back. My dried, crusty, (laughs) literally dark brown tampon was crusted to his back and I had to pull it off discreetly. We're still together almost four years later, though. Oh, my God. That's so good. I texted her as well, and I was like, did he notice? And she was like, sadly, he did. Very mean. Very accepting, though. Who is this king? I know. Love. (laughs) I always put, like, tampons in my bag and stuff. Yeah, I've seen you change a tampon at a a restaurant table. (laughs) Oh, did she just... Did you just go, "Mm, yeah? (laughs) Do you want to say hello? Say something. Did we say something? Are you smiling? I'm not as chaotic anymore. No, though. the thought of me getting drunk now is actually so scary. Really? Yeah, like I don't think. Like I know I was talking about in the last podcast, like I'm edging, but it it actually scares the shit out of me to actually get drunk. To be drunk. Yeah, to be drunk. Because I don't think I can handle like not being in control. Not being kind of. in control, and also I'm always worrying about her, even if I'm not with her. Yeah, of co- well, of course. So it would like, freak. I think it would freak me out. Yeah, I mean, but also I do, I like, I agree with you, but I disagree mm. because I think that you also like, you are only 25. 
you know, your life's not over yet. Like, once you hit, like, <laughs> 70, yeah. maybe. Like, what age is Violet? She's, like, pushing 90. She's doomed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> then you're doomed. But, like, oh, my God, she's standing up on her own. Kind of. But, um, I, like, you have so much time left. Like, like I can see you guys going to, like, festivals. Yeah, With, yeah. like, baby in front, having a good time. But, but with, I can't get drunk if I'm with the baby. But with you, no, of course you can't. But, like, who says you need to be drunk to have a good time? Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah true. Like, I just genuinely think that, like you have it in your head but i also do think it's because people give you such a hard time about stupid things i saw a comment on your instagram um asked someone asking you about being why do you switch between like being vegan and yeah yeah yeah, and it's just like it's the fact that people like have such a telescope microscope microscope (laughs) (laughs) telescope is when you look at the stars microscope it's the fact that someone has such a microscope on you all the time that you're so paranoid that like if someone was to see you yeah yeah. so i think like you're not actually scared of being drunk i genuinely think you're just scared of what people may say yeah yeah probably if you're or like some sort sort of guilt is my face face flushed yeah yeah, a little bit. So is yours. Yeah. Are we allergic to this wine? <laughs> no, I think. You know, when you have one drink, you do get flushed if you've had a drink. Yeah. And I do have the heat on, even though I can literally see my breath when I talk. <sighs> I can't. I'm quite warm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just you being a bit scared of what people think. But mm. like, to be honest, like everyone, like it's such a stupid thing when people are like, stop being scared of what people, uh, what people think, because you can never, I will never not be paranoid about what people think. Yeah, yeah. Like at all. That's not a thing. I'd love to get rid of that though for 2023. I know. To stop caring what people think. How do we get rid of it? How, how, how do you get how rid of it? How do you get rid of it? Because I, I see people, do you know songs for four dads? Yeah. Like she doesn't really care. But she she's self conscious though at the same time. Yeah, but she doesn't like. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh! She has did, something to say. Did you want to? Do you want to say something else? Their birth. Go on. Come on. <laughs> she's just eating her fingers now. She is. Um, but yeah, she, I mean, but she's just like, she puts up a story of her on the toilet and she's like, yeah, taking a shit. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus, I like, I wish I could do something like that, but mm. I can't. Yeah. Like, I always feel like if I put a story up on Instagram, everyone's like, can she ever shut up? <laughs> like, I'm so jealous <laughs> of that she can just like constantly put stories up. I know. Her. Yeah. And they're always so funny though. They're always they're so always, funny. But that's probably why, because she doesn't care. So that's what makes them funny. Yeah. The caring takes away the humor. Yeah. But like, how do we stop caring? I don't know. Is that like our next podcast? <laughs> Will we like read a book how or something? Start- <laughs> how do- I'll read the book and I'll say it back to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You I'll can read the book back. and send me bullet points or something. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, no, that's a definitely a thing. I'm sorry. I'm you hold the phone like you're sending a voice note. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I usually have earphones in when I'm sending oh, voice okay, notes. Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm literally, like, pointing the phone at the wall when I'm talking, so apologies. But, yeah, that's definitely a thing that, like, because I feel like now at the moment, like, when I'm walking around, because I got the extensions out, that I feel like everyone's like, oh, my God, just look at the state of her hair. <laughs> like, I feel like everyone is, like, looking at me being like, oh, my God. And, like, that's just because I'm on, like, high end of insecurity right now. Yeah. So I'd love to not care what people think. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love it. I It would be st- Stunning. <laughs> but we're getting our hair done after this, so like stunning. Are you getting yours done, Dippers? <laughs> so if basically if anyone's ever feeling um 
bad about anything that they do drunk always remember that no one actually wakes up thinking about you no they always you're always thinking about your own what you did yourself yeah because everyone's too self-obsessed yeah like no one i don't think i've ever woken woken up and been like they should be really embarrassed yeah oh did you see (laughs) what songs four four dads did last night like no one thinks about that no one because you're all just too you're you're too occupied with what you did like the stupid shit you did yourself yeah for sure. So just remember that next time you wake up and you're really hungover and you're like, oh my God, I have the fear. The fear is a illusion. Is yeah, that the yeah, right word? Yeah, the yeah. fear is an illusion and it's literally made up mm. in your own head. Mm. Like at the end of the day, what my fear came from was nothing to do with like, like I didn't do anything bad I had a few shots with the work staff of this pizza place mm. it was just like the situation I was like what the hell but I actually didn't do anything bad and like you need someone or you need to break it down yourself and be like what did I do bad here mm. I didn't do anything bad here now if you do ruin your life mm. text us yeah. <laughs> tell confide. us <laughs> confide in us yeah when you drink alcohol you release serotonin so then the next day you're like depleted of serotonin mm. so that's why you feel anxious and depressed so yeah. it is a, that's why it's a, de- a donor. But well, you, you feel so good at the time because you're releasing serotonin. Um, but if you, that's why if you drink in excess, it makes you depressed and you ha- feel like you have to keep going. Well, so. tequila is the only upper that is uh, a drink. Tequila! Tequila! I uh, yeah, I drank a few margaritas the other night and I've never felt happier. I was like, what is You're this? You're like, now you get my buzz. I was like, what is this buzz I have been missing out on? <laughs> Hook it to my veins. I've been so, it's so weird because my stomach has been like really dodgy the past year. Yeah. I haven't really been able to drink anything without being sick or feeling sick. But the tequila in 777 was a fucking treat. We oh, have, indeed. no, we have to go. I was like after three i was like i'm locked but on a bus yeah you know what i mean and i wasn't hung over because i had so much fun the next day Mm. but i also feel like if you didn't have a good night your hangover is so much worse because Mm, it's not worth it yeah because like you you're on a bus from like serotonin Mm. you're on a bus from serotonin because you're like that night was so fun and you're reminiscing yeah you're i'm so (laughs) everything you say is with a question mark i'm you're literally like question mark i'm like phone i'm like missing toasted (laughs) question mark everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.